Good morning, everybody. Hey, uh, this time last week when I started this series, I never thought I'd be uh, delivering the second part of the series from, from my living room. I'm glad you're joining me. Again, we will continue the series this morning on following God's will. Pray always. Last week we talked about rejoice always. And then I'm going to follow up next week with uh, give thanks always. Then pursue sanctification always. And we're going to go through some things that we should always be doing as Christians. Again, last week we talked about rejoice always. To rejoice in life. To rejoice in salvation. And this morning we go to 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. And our instructions there are very simple. Pray without ceasing. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this morning, Lord. Just thank you for, uh, for being here with us, Lord. I pray that everyone is well, Lord, that, uh, that they get a blessing from this, this, uh, this message, Lord. I just pray that your words flow through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, as we're uh, talking about prayer, if you look on the Facebook link right above the video, I shared a, um, a form, an online form for prayer requests. And these can be kept confidential. There's a box on there that says if you want me to tell anybody, if you want to keep it confidential, or how you're going to handle those. But be, just know that I am praying for you, I miss you, and I love you. But in these words, in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, just pray without ceasing. In other words, pray always. And this morning I'm going to talk to you about is that what God really wants us to do? And then I'm going to talk about, I'm going to ask the question, why is prayer so important? And then I'll give you some, uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to talk about how it is possible to pray always, to pray without ceasing. You see, the answers to these questions are all found in Scripture. I'm going to talk about some of the Scriptures this morning. You see, God really wants us to pray always. According to Jesus, he told a parable about a persistent friend. So we're supposed to pray without giving up. We're supposed to pray until we get answers. We're supposed to pray until we see results. We're supposed to always bring our needs and our thanks to, to, to God. And then according to the Apostle Paul, he writes in first five, uh, Thessalonians 5, 17, we just read it, it says, pray without ceasing. And then in Romans 12, 12, he says, continually, steadfastly, be in prayer. In Ephesians 6, 18, Paul writes, praying always with all prayer. And then in Colossians 4, 12, continue earnestly in prayer, being diligent in it. And then in Philippians 4, 6, he says, in everything by prayer, let your requests be known to God. See, it's clear that God wants us to pray always. He wants us to continue always in prayer. He wants us to pray without ceasing. And I want you to think for a second, see if you can think of any reason why we should pray always. Right off the top of my head, I can think of 13 reasons that we should pray always. One is to praise God. And we should do it for God's will. We should pray for our daily needs. We should pray for forgiveness. We should pray for protection. We should pray for peace. We should pray for empowerment. We should pray for opportunity. We should pray.
pray for boldness. We should pray for wisdom. We should pray for healing. We should pray, pray for peace and tranquility. And we should pray and give thanks. And those are some of the reasons we should pray. And I'm going to go through each one now and tell you why. Each one is important to take these needs to God. The first one is to praise God. Jesus taught us that when he taught us the prayer that he did. When he taught his disciples how to pray in Matthew 6, 9, Jesus said, Hallowed be your name. See, Paul provides an example of that too in uh, Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. When he gives all glory to God because that's where all blessings come from. We should also pray for God's will. You see, Jesus taught us this in the Lord's Prayer too. In Matthew 6, 10, Jesus taught us to pray that God's will be done. And then, also during, in Matthew 6, Jesus teaches us to pray for our daily needs. Give us our prayer. Our daily needs. And then, he also teaches us to pray for forgiveness. In Matthew 6, 12, Jesus says, pray for forgiveness as we forgive those that need forgiveness. He offers us the, the need to pray for protection in Matthew 6, 13. Pray for, he, he prays for deliverance from the evil one. We need to pray for our protection. We need to pray for our peace of mind. Matthew 4, or excuse me, Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We should also pray for empowerment. Paul prayed the Ephesians might be strengthened in, it, in themselves in Ephesians 3, 14. So we should pray, we should rely on God's power when we pray. We need to be empowered through the will of, through the strength of God, not through our own strength. Because when we rely on our own strength, our own power, we're going to fail. But when we rely on God's, we can be empowered to do some mighty things through Jesus Christ. We should also pray for opportunity. Paul tells us this in 2 Corinthians 2, 12. He said we should pray for opportunity. God gives us plenty of opportunity to serve him. We should always be seeking those opportunities. We should pray for boldness. When the apostles needed boldness, they prayed and God delivered. Acts 4 tells us that. So we should pray to be bold when we're carrying out the mission of Jesus Christ. We should pray to be bold. We should pray for wisdom. You see, wisdom is insights that makes us more capable to do God's will. We've got to pray for wisdom. As Christians, we're promised wisdom through prayer. James 5, or excuse me, James 1 promises us that. And then in James 5, 14 and 15, we're told that we should pray for healing. When we're sick, we should pray. When others need healing, we need, we need to pray for them. We shouldn't be uh, ashamed to ask for prayer when we need healing. We need to be to constantly confess our sins, and we should be praying for each other. We should also pray for peace and tranquility. Paul reminds us of this in Romans 13, that we need to pray for peace and tranquility. And we also need to constantly pray to thank God. We must give vigilant prayer with thanksgiving. That's what we're told in Colossians 4.12. We're blessed with so many things. We can't spend enough time in prayer thanking God for all that he blesses us with. So we should be always in prayer for thanksgiving. 
See, for these reasons and many more, we should be in constant prayer. We should pray always. You see, because there's power in prayer. And we have the privilege to talk to our Lord and Savior. We have the privilege to talk to the creator of the universe when we go to him in prayer. But how can we pray without ceasing? How can we pray without ceasing? What does it mean to pray without ceasing? It simply means persistent and consistent prayer. It's a mindset of prayer. It's an attitude of prayer. It suggests a mental attitude of prayerfulness, continual, personal. Everything we do, every decision we make, we need to take it to prayer so we can look for God's guidance. We can seek his wisdom. We should always be in prayer. We should pray for folks that... Uh, that are in need of prayer, we should pray for folks that we love. We should pray for folks that we agree with. But we also should pray for folks that we don't agree with. We should pray for folks that we may have a difference with. We need to pray for everybody constantly. That's the type of attitude of prayer we need. We need to be in constant prayer, whether we're, uh, we're, we're studying or whether what, whatever we're doing, whether, whatever we're doing in our job, we need to always be in prayer. That attitude of prayer makes our decisions more fruitful. It makes our decisions better, so we should constantly be in this attitude of prayer. But, aside from just being in the attitude of prayer, which is so important, we really need to establish times that we pray. We need to be consistent in our prayer life. We need to create a habit of praying. David, a man after God's own heart, Tells us about this in Psalm 55, 17. And Daniel writes about it in Daniel 6:10. At very least, we need to set aside a time when we're in constant prayer each day. We need to be consistent about this. At any moment, we should be ready to pray also. Not only should we be in a constant attitude of prayer and set aside time for prayer, but there should be times that we're asked to pray for somebody. Often. And what I'm telling you is if somebody asks you to pray for them, don't wait. Grab them by the hand and pray right then, no matter where you are. If someone's bold enough to ask for prayer, man, that means that, hey, they need it right now. They, they have some need that needs to be taken before the Lord. You need to model that, 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 that attitude of prayer right when you're asked. So how can we fulfill this commandment to pray always, to pray without ceasing? Again, we can set times to pray. We can pray spontaneously. We can always have that attitude of prayer. But why should we, why should we strive to pray without ceasing? Again, it's a privilege to be able to talk to our Lord and Savior it's a privilege to be able to talk to the creator of the, of, of the universe. It's a privilege to be able to talk to the person who can save us from our sins. And we can rely, we can use prayer to rely on God's power on our own. So therefore, it's the will of God for us to pray without ceasing. We'll enjoy both the privilege and the power that can only come through a relationship with our Lord and Savior. In order to for us to follow God's will, we must pray always. And if you're here today and you don't have that relationship with Jesus Christ, I would love to pray with you. I'd love for you to take this opportunity. It's a perfect time to accept His saving grace. 
and to be in prayer and constant communication with Him. Or if you've been on this Christian journey for a while and you've kind of drifted away from your prayer life, today is a wonderful opportunity to get back in that attitude of prayer, to set times to pray, to pray spontaneously, just out of love. Again, when we are in love with relationships, somebody, we want to talk to them. And this type of prayer is just being in relationship with our Lord and Savior. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to just to be here to proclaim your word. Lord, thank you for giving us this, uh, this power and this privilege to come to you in prayer. Lord, I pray for everyone that, that's watching this service, Lord.